Good morning and welcome to July. Oh my god, it's July already. Like, we are already a month into the second half of the year and here's July. Like, like just, just waving at us like, hello, I'm here, just letting you guys know fall's gonna be here in like two months. So, just wanted to put that out there. I mean, I'm happy about that, but I know to all my summer lovers, I can already hear you groaning, but like, time goes by so freaking fast, doesn't it? Um, so hopefully this month's archetype will bring some joy to you. This month's archetypal meditation and reflection and review will help you kind of integrate into July without the groaning. <laughs> so for those of you that are new here and just tuning into this episode, every first Sunday of each month, I like to review a archetype from the archetype cards by Caroline Miss because I am very much about psychological archetypes. Um, I feel like they offer a lot of value to us. They really give us something to think about in terms of light and shadow aspects and the varying personality traits and, and just conditions and ways of being and habits and, and personas that we can take on and finding the power in those personas rather than thinking like we, you know, we're like splitting our personality all over the place. It's just these are archetypes that we can pull power and wisdom from and I like to share that once a month to kind of help you integrate into the month, really think on the lessons of said archetype and pull from it whatever you need within yourself to carry you through the month. So that being said, our archetype, I just want to get right to it because <laughs> it's, oof, it's interesting. Our archetype for the month is the gambler. So what comes up for you when you think of the gambler before I even say anything? Before I even go ahead. What do you feel in your mind, in your heart, in your body? What comes to mind? Do you get a positive jolt? Do you get like resistance or a negative feeling? Really, really tune in to the energy of the gambler. I'm tuning in with you. To me, before I, like I said, before I read the card or anything, to me when I think of a gambler, I think of someone with immense intuition, someone who takes risks, someone who takes chances, someone who kind of goes against the status quo, someone who kind of, you know, tunes out the noise and knows what the next steps are, like what has actual value, what holds excitement for them, what holds the next step to their bliss and their pleasure, and, but they're very intuitive, like, gamblers, like, if you know someone who is, like, a professional gambler, like, that they can do this shit for a living, like, that means that they know, like, they, they're on point, their intuition is on point, they're smart, they know how to follow patterns and things like that to be able to succeed at what they do, and I don't know a whole lot about gambling, because I'm not a gambler. Not that I don't take risks or, you know, trust my intuition, but I'm like, a li like for literal gambling, I just, I don't do it. Um, it's, to me personally, it's a waste of money <laughs> um, and a waste of time, really. Not even just the money, but like 
to me, it's like the actual act of gambling is soul-sucking. It's become very soul-sucking. I think at one point it used to be fun and there used to be something to it and there used to be, um, yeah, something to it. That's, that's really all I've got in that regard. Um, but I think now from what I've observed, it's just, it's just soul-sucking to me. So there is a light and dark side to that, you know, like it, there needs to be a balance when we enter this energy of the gambler because the gambler is an intense energy. It's intuitive. It is feeling oriented and we have to also ground it in and know when we are making a truly intuitive decision or if we are headed into dangerous territory, you know? So like we have to make sure this doesn't become an addictive feeling. So I'm going to read the card and we're going to see where we go from there. The light attribute of the gambler is willingness to follow intuition even when others doubt you. The shadow attribute is relying on luck rather than hard work. So yeah, see like that shadow attribute I feel guided to talk on first. Relying on luck rather than hard work. Sometimes we get really addicted to the metaphysical, magical, and intuitive aspects of our practice. Like I'm sure you know someone out there who relies on a spell for everything, who has to have an affirmation for everything, who has to have a crystal for everything. And while those are tools, <clears throat> those are tools for our empowerment. I mean, I make crystal bracelets. I know that they they hold in a very powerful intention and energy that can assist you. But remember, like your intuition, your gambling skill, like entering this territory of following and trusting your intuition and taking risks once in a while, that's there to empower you, but it's not something that you should become addicted to. You know, there are some practical things that need to be applied to our lives too. Um, practical habits. We need to ask ourselves, is this practical? Is this benefiting me? Do I have all my other bases covered? You know, um, we can't just simply rely on luck and things to fall from the sky into our laps and just say like, oh, I'll just give it to, I'll just give it solely to God. Like, no, it's not all on God. It's on you too. You have to meet the universe halfway. You have to meet people halfway. You got to meet your boss halfway. You have, you still have to meet people halfway. You have to meet life halfway. If you want it to come at you and work with you and co-create with you, you could still follow your intuition and still apply practical habits and behaviors and not rely solely on luck and magic and intuition to guide you or to be your savior. That That's what I'm getting is like sometimes we rely too much on those things to be our savior. Um, like I see people like, you know, in my head right now, like what I'm getting is like, you know, people that are always pulling a card for everything, you know, instead of just sitting for a second and being like, okay, well, how do I feel about this? What are my thoughts on it? What does my intuition say? Instead of relying solely on the card to tell you or the pendulum or the spirit board or the freaking magic eight ball, you know, like instead of relying on something outside of you to bring you what you need, go within you and ask, what do I need? What are my next, what are my next steps? Cause that's the light attribute of the gambler is the willingness to follow intuition. Even when others doubt you like that's that whole, like, despite what's happening outside of you, you know what's going on inside of you. You have the answers inside of you. And when you get the answers, how can you apply them practically? Does that make sense? 
So let me see if I get anything else off of this card. Okay, so what I am seeing is that some of y'all may need to do some third eye chakra work and solar plexus chakra work. Because the thing that sticks out is the colors in this card. Everything else in the card already points to everything I've talked about. But the colors that stand out to me are this deep purple. And the fact that the person in this card is blindfolded. So like their third eye chakra is completely covered. And the stars that stick out are like this beautiful golden yellow. And that reminds me of solar plexus. So working on solar plexus and third eye empowerment is really important. The solar plexus is the divine will. The third eye is divine knowledge, like intuitive knowledge, what you see, what you know, what you what you're learning. Like, are you learning from your personal experiences or are you constantly having to learn the same lesson over and over and over because you're too dependent on these outside factors or just waiting for things to come to you that you have to keep learning the same lesson over and over again when the answers have been there all along. Does that make sense? So <clears throat> really doing third eye and solar plexus chakra work, the divine I will and the divine I learn, I see, you know, really sink into that when stepping into your gambler archetype. And for those of you that are afraid to take risks, this gambler comes in to tell you to do that more. You know, you can't like, cause we could sink right back into those two chakras in the opposite direction. Like for those of you that are too reliant on outside things to come to you and, and all that stuff, you need to twist that around. But for those of you that aren't loosening up a little bit and aren't taking some risks in certain areas or you're, you're questioning your intuition and then it's constantly kicking you in the ass, that still applies to that third eye solar plexus chakra work. Because that says that your per your ego is getting in the way. Your personality is, you know, one of the fear. There's a lot of fear in that personality, like a lot of trust issues and questioning what you see and just questioning everything. You're questioning so much that you're not just going for what you really want. You're not following that gut instinct that comes from the solar plexus and you're in your head too much and questioning and this is causing solar plexus blockages and third eye blockages or, or even like overactivity in the third eye because you're overthinking too damn much, you know? So if that's you, then you need to calm that down and follow that divine will, that gut instinct and just go for it. That resonates with me a lot. Um, it's funny because my, <clears throat> for the last full moon that we had in um, Capricorn, I had pulled two cards for myself. And the two cards that I had pulled said, what was I intended to do in this life? And risk it. So like take more risks. Like what was I intended to do? What do I know about myself that I'm supposed to be doing in this life? Despite what anyone else says or thinks or what my circumstances are or whatever, what is the thing? Because nothing can really stop me. Nothing can really stop anybody unless we let it. 
And then that risk it card was like, take more risks, stop holding yourself back, enjoy which, enjoy your victories, but still, you know, use that energy to remind yourself that you really are capable of anything. So take a little, take some more risks, you know? <laughs> and so that definitely resonates with me. I hope these messages resonate with you. Sink in on them, you know, write on this, journal on this. Uh, journal with your chakras. Those two chakras that I talked about, the journal affirmation statements for your solar plexus is I will, and the journal statement for your third eye is I'm learning or I see. You get to decide uh, which one feels right for you in that department. Um, if you also want, you can go to my website, zenaf.weebly.com, and you can go to my freebie section, and you can actually get the intentional day sheets off my website. Um, where you can journal with all your chakras and it's it's a powerful practice that I do every morning and it really really helps get me centered in where I am in my own personal vortexes and in my body and my mind and my heart so thank you for listening I hope that this got you off to a really good start for July and I'll see you tomorrow morning for our next episode of the Zen with Jen podcast Mwah. be blessed be well The Zen with Jen podcast started in February 2021 and aired its final episode October 4th, 2021. That was nine months, such a divine number, nine months of heart-centered, soul-centered, just divine mind content and downloads and just beautiful lessons that I was learning that I wanted to share with y'all. And I'm so, so grateful that I got to air 30 episodes in nine months, 30 episodes in nine months of just pure content, not, not even just content. I don't even like calling it content, um, but you know, lessons, things I was personally learning. And I got to share those things with you. These are things that have helped me Every episode you are listening to is coming from personal experience. It's coming from personal wisdom that I've gained through experience that I still use to this day. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening and tuning in to these episodes. If you like what you hear and you want to learn more, please, please, please definitely consider becoming a part of my private Patreon community, the Zen as fuck portal. Okay. Um, I am no longer going to be on Facebook or Instagram come December 21st. <clears throat> because I'm noticing a lot of corruption on those platforms and I no longer want to be a part of it. I want to teach a soul-centered, heart-centered, mind-centered, just connected community of people who really, really want to learn and grow and awaken their gifts and awaken themselves and live life a little more consciously. So if that sounds like you and you want to learn how to really heal yourself, know yourself, grow yourself and free yourself, join us. Literally, whatever you donate at, whatever your registration fee is, either $11, $22 or $33, you get access to everything I want to teach. You get access to weekly live classes. <clears throat> plus pre-recorded material and postings and just, oh, it's just going to be wonderful. So if you want to be part of that community where your health, your everybody wellness is a priority 
and it's in a private free thinking space that encourages you to also make suggestions, speak out, talk, discuss, share. Join us at www.patreon.com slash stay zen as fuck. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at jpthebosswitch at gmail.com. And if you're not really interested in the Patreon, but you'd like to stay connected and you want to chit chat, you can add me on Telegram at jpiszenaf. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Love you so much and I appreciate you.